There we go. We're live. We're live. Are we we on? are live. Uh, it says that excellent. Yeah, we're going. We're, so we're here live. it is. Here we are. Here it is. So what's going on, guys? Uh, this is Robert. We have Marie here today. This is our second podcast. So we're staying pretty faithful to it. And I know last week we touched uh, a bit of everything on uh, you know what this podcast is designed for and what we wanted to do. Uh, and kind of more or less, you know, uh, just, you know, kind of circled all the topics that we want to cover uh, throughout the next little bit. And, um, you know, as we keep going, we'll add more and more and more topics. So, yeah. And, you know, just to add to that, I mean, you know, obviously our first episode was kind of like a trial run. You know, we were learning from the, um, what we definitely want to change based on the first go around. Um, you know, so you'll you'll notice, I think, as we go that we're definitely going to have some changes until we kind of get our footing, um, you know, to be consistent. And so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and that's a lot, a lot of fun topics to have. And, you know, and, and, you know, we're, you know, we don't really know so much about where it's going to go, but we're, you know, we're excited anyways, and just seeing, you know, where it goes. And that just kind of shows guys, it's like anybody that just wants to take a chance and, you know, just do it. And just see where does it take you. It can be really great, or it could just be something where you just have a fun time, and it's just a fun hobby to do to get your mind off the the day to day things. So, you yeah, know, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Ex exactly. I'm so. glad you said that because you know, like, yeah, like we just really just started this kind of off the whim, you know, and not really having too much of a plan. We just wanted to, we just wanted to talk, or you know, have a have a. Um, avenue to just talk and, and share our thoughts perspective really just to free our minds you know kind of like a a cheap version of therapy really <laughs> pretty much that's what this is going to be it's just a a fun cheap version of therapy you know it's it's a therapy session it, it's us, a big time sure. big time therapy session big time and we, so. just, and we just hope you know ultimately our goal is to really be able to help people with you know, our experience and, um, and what we've learned from them throughout the years. Agreed. No, I, I can't agree more with, with what you're saying. Cause it's, it's just, it's so important to, I guess, to have people that can relate, you know, it's like, like what we said from the first one, it's like, we don't want to be the average podcast where it's talking about, you know, famous celebs or talking about who they went to a party with and part, I mean, those sounds like great, but you know, more of like connecting with the people that are one-on-one -on -one and, you know, just going through the daily thing. It doesn't matter about how much money you make, what you do, you know, hopefully they say there motivates you to become better. Or if you already are, it just helps you, you know, just have someone that's like, Hey, like we get what you're going through. Right. So with that being said, I mean, let's just jump into today's topics. I mean, we're going to go right into it. And today's topics are going to be about relationships. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll start off and go from there. So, you know, relationships are something that I honestly do enjoy. It's something that are a lot of fun, but I've also uh, been with people that just, you know, and, and I'm not blaming anything on them because I know they're probably going to hear this. Might as well call it out and say it how it is, but not blaming anything on them. You know, there's also things on my end where I've messed up on my part of it where I know I could have done better or changed something or changed the way of something. So, you know, to my exes, it's not all your fault. It's my fault too. <laughs> but, you know, life just works in crazy ways, you know, and so people do understand. Um, you know, I was supposed to get married um, this year and last year in October, um, you know, someone that I was with for a long time since uh, pretty much to, pretty much right at the beginning of 2017, we uh, broke up last year in October. 
Uh, it was a decision that I had made and that I'd called it off and things like that. So, you know, was working through that and then, you know, went through some stuff during the in between, you know, right after that, you know, with, you know, other just dating and just other fun things that go along with it. But, you know, uh, after that this year, I told myself, you know, not going to continue those habits and to slow things down. You know, my my biggest weakness, guys, is, and just so everyone knows, is that um, if I put my mind to something, I really go after it. And sometimes I go after it too hard and too fast or it comes off in a way to where it's uh, it's weird or it just doesn't. It, it more comes off as a business thing and not so much as a personal thing. So now you know, I'm out there dating is bringing more of just my personality into things and letting people accept me for who I am and what I have to bring to the table. And, you know, so it's, it's a, again, it's just date. It's always tweaking yourself, always wanting to become a better person. And that's what I've always told myself is always, I just want to be the best person I can be for whoever the next person is that I'm with, or if I'm not, it doesn't matter, you know, just kind of, you know, working on that, you know, and I'm sure, you know, we're going to have some fun topics on this one. <laughs> Huh. So should we, you know, then piggyback with me now or should we just continue off of like, you know, you keep going and then I think we'll just kind of keep asking the questions as we start finding things that we can relate with saying, yeah, no, I get where you're going with that one or okay. bring more into that, you know, just kind of have our normal conversations like how we always do. Yeah. And, and then for me, you know, so a little bit of my background, I have been, I'm constantly in relationships. Um, you know, and I don't mean to be, I just kind of like always fall into relationships. Um, you know, I don't stay single for very long. And then the previous one was seven. So oh, as wow. you can imagine, I mean, and that one that was kind of, you know, it was on and off, but I, you know, that was still ultimately the length of the relationship. So I've pretty much been in a relationship for what 10 years it's mm-hmm. it's a long time but um you know and as you said I agree with you as far as you know um I don't I'm not going to just you know blame my exes for the failure of the relationship you know because we all we all have our issues you know we all have have our we are all responsible for you know the things that didn't work out um in the relationship and so um I have where I'm at now, I've, I've, you know, I've done enough self-reflection um, to basically realize, you know, like what I can definitely improve on as well and um, and hope to not, you know, bring into my next relationship. Mm-hmm. So. so to like, so to piggyback off that, um, you know, the, it's kind of funny, guys, and I'm going to say that out loud. I've known Marie for a little, little not, not even that long, and we were just coming back from a trip from Vegas. And I want to say this is probably about a month. Or so a month and a half. We'll say a month and a half. We're just going to go with that. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I've heard about Marie through some good friends of mine and things like that. And, you know, just laughing, talking and just, you know, hearing how, how awesome she is and actually like meeting her is like, she's a really good, cool, great person, guys, a great person. So all you, you know, you. people out there, keep an eye out for Marie, man. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, and, and knowing about her and, and so, and I've noticed throughout the times of us like talking and just, you know, just, you know, getting to know one another also, you know, here we are starting a podcast. So it's like, you know, you want to make sure the person you're sitting across the table from, you know, them. And, um, the biggest thing that what we, uh, just can relate a lot on is that there's a lot in common there. So, and the reason why I say that is because what you said about jumping in from one relationship to another relationship 
so quickly and not having the downtime of being single, like that's that was my biggest issue. Mm -hmm. Is that I never gave myself that time to just be single, focus on myself mm -hmm. and to move forward in the proper ways to give that next person I'm in that relationship the benefit of them knowing me through and through. Cause here I am taking baggage from one end of it into another. Right. So with that being said, it's always just so important to just like, you know, to, I take that, like that self time, take that, like, you know, that time to just focus on yourself, take care of yourself and, you know, really get to enjoy what life really has to offer, mm -hmm. you know, before you jump into your next one. Cause then when you jump into the next one, you're kind of taking some baggage, I feel like. Right. And that came from me, at least you're taking baggage from another one where you're nervous about one piece of it. And then you're just jumping straight into this other one and you're still the same person and what I see it as. So it's like, you didn't really change. Like, what are you going to do to become better? Right. So that was, so that, that's why I relate with you big time on that is that, you know, that's, that, that was my biggest downfall yeah. and that's what I did. And, and it happened again, you know, and I'm sure there was people that I was with that I was like, oh, you know, it could have been good, but mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, you, when you move too fast and especially in this world that we live in or what you do for a living and what I do for a living, you know, having that, um, peace is like you feel like you have everything in this world you feel like you have like everything but it's just that one that one void that you just want to fill it so bad mm -hmm. and it's also the most hardest void to fill in because it's like finding somebody that can just understand right right so you know so I, I relate with you on that big time and you know I'm sure if there's some things you know if you want to say about it I mean go ahead you know but yeah so I get that yeah and for me like I just to add to that you know it's just that if you don't identify or acknowledge your issues right and mm -hmm. and, the, and what you you know like what you um could have improved in the relationship or could have changed um in the way you behaved or, or um or even you know your mindset then yeah you're not going to change um you're going to have the same patterns like into the next relationship like mm -hmm. you're not going to change that if you don't even know it, like, there's an issue that that exists right and and you're um you know i mean it really depends. Like the length of time may not even matter if you actually do the self-reflection, right? Like mm -hmm. the self-reflection and the work to actually look within yourself um, instead of just like blaming the other person or like the failure of the relationship, right. right? And so the time may not be the factor. However, like for me, I could say, and I could admit that um, between my, I guess my last two relationships, like in between, I don't think I did that. I didn't do the you know like the the self-reflection the inner work because i didn't think that you know like i didn't think that really there was much issue for me to, to to work on or change um you know that just comes with immaturity right and and age as well but you know just this um after this last breakup you know which has happened which happened in december of 21 which is fairly recent um i really actually you know took the time to 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 look into myself, you know, to do some self-reflection, inner work, and actually, you know, learn even, you know, by reading and and uh, listening to podcasts and watching videos, mm -hmm. just just about relationships and, and other things, mindset and, and all that really helped me, I feel like, identify my issues as well as, like, become a better person overall. Right. So, like, did, did you, like, go to therapy for you know, what you went through and everything else like that? Or was it more of just like friends and just you kind of fixed it on your own? 
So I definitely, so I'm, I majored in psychology, like just a little background. So okay. I'm, I'm very like. Um, so you, you, you examined yourself. I get it. <laughs> I examined, you know, it's funny. Okay, it's funny that you, you brought that up because, and I think everyone should go to therapy. That's, there's nothing wrong with therapy. 100%. Um, And it really just helps, you know, like it's, it's nice to talk to someone that doesn't have any biased opinions and you're not going to be worried about how they perceive you because you have that with friends mm-hmm. and family. So but ultimately, I did technically see a therapist, but only for a few sessions. Okay. Um, one is very expensive, and and two, but um, also because I felt like she wasn't really like at least she wasn't her and I weren't a good match. Um, okay. Because I felt like she was just agreeing with everything that I was saying. You know so I mean? she wasn't like challenging you and calling you out on your wrongs. It was more of like no, like you're perfect or like this and that. It was more of just like. That yeah. kind of a thing, or well, she wasn't saying that I was perfect. It was more like, like she didn't see. She wasn't identifying things that I already didn't see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, she... and I don't know if I was. I mean, I don't. I was trying my best to to describe the situation or what happened. You know, honestly, mm-hmm. truthfully, because there's no need for me to lie about it, right? She, I don't know her, and she doesn't know me. You know, and therapy only works if you're honest. You know, yeah. I mean? but yeah, I just felt that I think what I was hoping for is to someone to tell me like you did this wrong or you did you should have done this better. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just assumed that. Yeah. But I yeah, again, I just felt like she was kind of taking my side and okay. agreeing with what I was saying. Which again, maybe I was maybe I wasn't the right. Who knows? And I'm just looking for something for me to be wrong in. You know yeah. I mean? So that could be the case, but I don't know. I just, I just felt that over after a few sessions, I was just like, I, I mean, I'm pretty much giving myself the therapy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you're just kind of like, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I get it. Cause that, that's, that's kind of what I went through. And honestly, it, it would have never been for me to go to therapy if it wasn't for someone that I was dating right after my relationship that I just got out of. So I got out of my relationship in October and like, literally it's like, I want to say like three to four weeks later, it's like jumping into something else and not jumping into it as like a relationship. It was ideas that when we were walking into it were different than what it was. But then, you know, I met somebody great person and it was awesome. Um, You know, and it was, it was really cool. And so, and also a big thing, it was just like something that I guess that was just, it was hyped up. It was talked about a lot, you know, like I didn't know, you know, about like, oh man, like, you know, this person knew about me for this long, you know, and it was, it was connected with friends, right? So it was like so through friends, her. I didn't know her at all, wow. but she knew more about me than what I knew about her. Okay. So then, you know, met up uh, for my boy's birthday out in Vegas. We went out there and met her and it was like just a great time. It was fun. It was, yeah. we were laughing, talking, things like that. But it, it, I just kept having like these like weird moments where like, it was just like, oh man, like just when you're just finally starting to connect with somebody, you feel like you're taking like 10 steps back. So um, it was also like long distance for sure. It was like, you know, they lived in Colorado. I lived in LA. Ooh, so I yeah. was also, so, you know, I made the initiative. I was like, you know what? Like, I want to get to know this person more. So, and this is where my problems are, is that where it just moves too fast and it moves too quick. So it was like, you know, after I see her, then, you know, we talked and then, you know, like about like a few days later and I was like, Hey, you know, like, can I like come down to Colorado and just like see you and like talk with you and things like that, you know, just get to like kind of keep, keep it going, you know, figure out more about this. Cause it was like, it was so perfect. Like everything that we talked about, everything that we were connecting on, it was like so cool. And I was like, okay, cool. So I just want to get to know this person more. So who was causing it to go fast? Uh, I think it was me. Okay. Actually, like I said, I'm not going to say the thing. I know it was me. Okay. It was, it was on me that that's where I messed up. Okay. 
I should have waited longer. I should have, I should have stopped. I should have waited. I should have not, I guess, pushed it that way. I mean, she was really cool. I mean, she's like, yeah, like, come on down, like things like that, you know, but again, when it started getting involved with friends, it was, I feel like it was just such a sticky situation. You know, I have my best friend and then that's his girlfriend's best friend. So it was just like this Mm -hmm. very close, like, thing and i i feel like that's where and that's where a chunk of it not and i wouldn't say it's all of it but it was definitely a piece of it that really just got just really messy because it's like you both want to protect both sides right so i have my best friend wants to protect me her his girlfriend wants to protect her best friend and i get that you know it's it's loyalty mm-hmm. um so it was just it was just a it was a big thing you know and i was i was all for it you know i was i didn't care you know flying down there it's not a big deal it's cool to see colorado it's cool to, or colorado or whatever you want to call it but it's cool to just like go down there you know see something new and something different and you know all that kind of stuff but my problem was is that i was treating it like how i treated my last relationship that i had just gotten out of and my, my thing was that her and i affectionate, but it wasn't it, it, you could see it dwindling down a lot and it felt like it was a lot about money was such a was such a big thing you know and like yeah like and and it was such a such a strong just thing there like you know and and i paid for rent paid for you know good chunk of things that were around there just to be supportive and to look out because that's how i was raised was that you know you you're in a relationship you live with somebody you take care of the woman you look out for her and those are the morals that i've always grown up with that's how i always was raised and that's how i always will be like me having a girl pay for something it's really hard for me it's really hard you know no yeah no it's it's so hard for me to have that like even like mm-hmm. if friends are in a relationship with like a, just the fact that a girl is buying something for me it's hard for me to accept okay. so you know, and that's why I took it on. And I was okay with that. I was, I was like, I'm fine with that. I'm okay with it. You know, I'm doing this because I want to help us. I want to support everything and things like that. And you know, so as we kind of kept uh, growing the relationship and things like that, you know, um, I feel like that's what I was doing a lot with is that I was talking more with money than I was actually talking with my own feelings. If that makes sense. Okay, I think so. I'm understanding you. So like, like it was, yeah, like it was. People, yes, very business, very business minded in the relationship. And not only that too, people, they couldn't, um, they, they looked at it as that I was rushing into things too fast. Cause again, it's a habit that people known me as with your ex. Just in in general, whenever I got out of one relationship, I'm automatically kind of jumping into another one super quick. So people have always known me like, dude, like slow down, Mm -hmm. like take the time to look for yourself. But I'm like, no, like I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm I'm all right. Like I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. But I guess in reality is that, and, and it's not even a reality. It's the truth is that just feeling that peace that I was missing because mm-hmm. it's like here I am. To say you know, blessed to even say the words that I have majority of everything that I want in this world. It's just that's the one thing that I really wanted so bad that that's where my mindset, it turns into, well, what do I need to do to get that? And then you kind of grab at it and you just keep digging for it and you keep fighting for it. But then I've learned to just morally understand and just say, you know what? Like I have to let this happen naturally. I can't force this Mm because if you force it, you're going to lose it just as fast as you get it. Oh, absolutely. You know? So it's just more or less, it's just, it's just learning. It's just learning through the mistakes and trials and errors. So, I mean, long story short, it was just, and, you know, talking with this girl, we're kind of like dating, but just, just didn't work out. 
it just mm-hmm. it didn't work out and unfortunately ended it just ended on very weird terms of everything else like that but again it is what it is there's no I'm, I don't have like bad feelings. Like I wish her all the best. I hope she finds whatever it is that she's looking for. And I'm sure it goes back towards me. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, I didn't want, you know, for people to hate one another or to do anything like that. It just became really sticky. But then, you know, just the night that it told me that I should probably go to therapy was when I'm sitting in the car with my best friend, Iman. And he just, you know, and I love this kid to death. I really mm-hmm. do. Cause he will tell you how it is, what it is. Right. And, you know, he, I don't, I don't ever want him to feel like he's like, oh, I'm the bad guy of the group. It's that, but he's also the most, he'll just say it mm-hmm. and, but he'll give you the truth. And when he told me that it was like, dude, like you, you need to stop self, self-sabotaging. You're probably the reasons why it's turning into that. And it just made me sit there and I'm like, you're right. People need that kind of friend. Some, and, and it's not even that kind of friend or just that kind of reality check, right? Of right. just like, hey, like you need to slow it down, man. You're on the go 110%. And that's what I do. When I'm in something, it's 110%. There's mm-hmm. no, and he says this, you set the expectations so high to yourself that they're not used to, that nobody's used to that. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand how to gradually build that up and i was like you're right so then that's when went to the drawing board fixed myself went to therapy for a few months and you know thankfully i had a really good therapist and Mm -hmm. she was very honest with me i told her i was like i need you to be honest with me because i need to hear that right you know and um you know and and she just told me she's like look like you're not a bad person Mm -hmm. but these are things that you need to work on to become better so it's about being more of an alpha becoming not she says don't be stupid and just like oh well i'm gonna take over everything no it's mm-hmm. it, it, become an alpha and, and give and take but may be more in control of the relationship and be more you know in uh, and, and don't be afraid for a confrontation because that was another big thing that i had was that afraid of confrontations right mm-hmm. the only time i like confrontations is if i'm playing hockey mm-hmm. i will hit somebody all day long i will i will i will have no problem talking shit the whole time like because uh-huh. it, it's just it's different. It's like the switch goes off and it's yeah. like my moment where it's like anything that matters is on pause. And that's like my only me time that I get. So, but then when I get in relationships, like, and you know, especially with working in, and I'm sure you understand it in the, in the fields that we're in is that the last thing you want is arguing mm-hmm. when you come in home after a long day of being on the phone for how many hours are on your feet, you know, showing a listing, doing this, doing that. And, you know, the last thing you just want to come home you want to chill you want to be loved you want to be cared for you just want to sit around eat popcorn and watch your favorite movie and have a nice dinner you know you don't want to be fighting about something right so so you avoided so i avoided a lot so i just try to avoid i'm like dude like it's not that big of a deal majority of the time it's not but it's like whenever i try to like confront people i always try to come off as most respectful way but now it's coming off a little more stern and a little more like no like you're not gonna do that and making it very clear from the jump so that way i guess those habits are broken and that's something that she taught me was like you have to do that from the beginning if you do it later on in the relationship you're just fighting off the inevitable mm-hmm. so sometimes in the beginning you just have to be stern about it. no like i'm not i'm not gonna do that or you know and i said look the majority of the time i'm very go with the flow but it's just some things not like i'm not i'm not gonna do it mm-hmm. it's not me you know so it's just it's just working on those things and it's, it's always you know just trying to fix yourself and just always want to just become like a person so that was a big thing that 
she told me and the other big thing was just she says you know be open mm-hmm. she's like she says you have to be open in a relationship and that was another big thing was that you know i feel like i would take on somebody else's problems over them taking on my problems like i will take it all on myself mm-hmm. and i'm the again i'm the fixer right. so i will take on your problems i will take on my problems and i will fix both problems mm-hmm. you know yeah, and that's well, you know yeah. yes i always put so much on my shoulders yeah. but it's not it's not fair mm-hmm. it's not fair to do that and it's it's being with somebody that would also understand and not be selfish in their way then i can't be selfish in my ways that i have to give that person hey like i'm going through this and you need to just listen to me. Right. I don't want to hear about your problems today. Today's about me. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, yeah, I can I can relate with a lot of things that you said, um, especially like avoiding confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely one of my bigger problems too in, in uh, relationships is that I don't like confrontations. And, and but see, for me, um, I realize that it comes from the fact that like. You know, like, I, I'm kind of a perfectionist, okay? And then, and that, like, my family sees me in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my family kind of puts me up in this, in this in the pedestal, pedestal. And, like, and, you know, I've always been, it's always been that way for me growing up. So then, obviously, like, I kind of can't do no wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, being a perfectionist, like, you know, I try to kind of keep everything perfect, right? And including relationships. And so I try, like, really hard to basically not rock the boat if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you know and to where i'm very like understanding and i just let things go um a lot of the times because it's not worth like you said it's not worth the fight it's not worth like Mm -hmm. rocking the boat it's just it's not worth it you know Mm -hmm. and and i also don't want to come off as like that nagging girlfriend you know what i mean right so it's a lot of it is again that perfectionism um but obviously that doesn't really do the relationship any good Mm -hmm. you know because the end of the day i'm like keeping all that in and it'll come out of it i got some in some way and so so that so yeah i can relate with that and then um the other thing you mentioned too um which i had it in my mind and i forgot <laughs> but there was something else that i um you know that i that i that i was thinking about that i related to but i'll have to when it comes back, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll pop it'll itself back it'll up. It'll definitely come back to me. <laughs> yeah, because I know you, you. You definitely mentioned a lot of things that I was like, yeah, big, I'm the same. I'm the same. You know, and so, and, and I think it's also because oh, it's the kind of taking everything like you know, taking on all the problems and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I'm the same. Like you know, I take on a lot like on my shoulders, but I think it's because we have that like only child syndrome right? right like we're both only childs and so it's just like that's just what happened when you're an only child like everything is on you mm-hmm. you know so you're gonna do that when it comes to a relationship as well right so i definitely like can relate to that right no 100 percent. i mean it's it's uh it's just it's just it's it's just so interesting you know it's like because it's like what's like the best way to even describe this it's like it's like it's like one of those things it's like it's so perfect mm-hmm. but it's also like the biggest imperfection right is that it, it's like also your it's kind of like the achilles heel to yourself because it's like you want to take on the, your partner's problems you want to help them so much because you love you care for them mm-hmm. you want to look out for them you want and you also are planning on growing a future i mean three years five years seven years they're not little times it's a lot of time mm-hmm. you know, my longest relationship was the last one i just got out of i mean i, I a year and a half i was like i'm out 
Yeah. Like that was the longest relationship I ever had. And then all of a sudden I jump into one for five years and it's like, oh man, like this is even longer. But yeah. it's like, but you know, it's like, but it's like one of those things. It's like, you know, you try and try and try. And, but then that's the point where I feel like where things start getting taken advantage of. And this is what was said to me is like, you know, it's good to do that. But when you do it every time, guess what? You're creating a habit and you're creating an expectation mm-hmm. for what, of what you're going to do. So now your partner thinks, well, I had this problem today, but I can go talk to Marie about it and I can just vent it all out and she's going to take it on for me and she's going to fix it for me. When you got your own things going on that you got to take care of too, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like like it's about finding that right balance. It's about, it's about having a partner that understands mm-hmm. and, and those things just come with time. It doesn't happen overnight. I mean, as much as we would love it to be like, right off the bat and you just click and you connect and you have this thing, but it doesn't all work like that. Mm-hmm. Some people are very lucky with that and some people aren't. It just takes time and it's just one of the things where you just, it comes like more or less as you have to just kind of accept that. Mm-hmm. And, but it will happen. It's not, not saying it's never going to happen, but it's just take your times and just, you know, find the person that just really gets it. And, 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 you know, you know, everyone always has a type, right? Everyone always like, oh, well, I have, you know, I have these standards. So it's like, they have to have this, 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 and this, and this, and this. But I feel like you're, you're at the same time, you're kind of self-sabotaging yourself in that when you're setting such an unexpected, like list of like what you want to go after, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Right. So it's like, it's just, again, it's just, it's just important to just, I guess, just always like, remember to, when you set the expectations from the beginning, that's what it is all the way through. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, whoever's listening to this or understands it, they can relate with it is that, you know, just take your time, gradually build it up because then they'll learn to appreciate you more. Right. They'll learn to understand it more. It's okay to vent. It's okay to talk in the beginning of the relationship. That's important to have those things. Mm-hmm. But taking on their problem to try to fix is a big thing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something, and that was my, my, my mistakes. It's yeah. like right off the rip. It's like me, it's like, if we're talking, dating, whatever it is, it's like, that's, that's my focus. That's my attention to it. Because when I'm, I already have ADD, it's just, I don't need anything more than that. But <laughs> it's like, you know, you look at it and it's like, okay, you know, like, unless, unless it's mutually understand saying, Hey, look, like, just so you know, like, yeah, I'm talking with you, but I'm going to talk with other people as well too. Mm-hmm. I want to keep my options open, right. which is pretty much what I've been saying. It's like, they're like, that's yeah. what it is. Like, I, I'm not, I don't want to be locked down right now. I feel yeah. like there's just so much that I have to work on myself to be like, okay, like, you know, before I can really feel like, okay, like I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, okay, now I'm ready to give that person that time and day of what they deserve. Right. You know? And so it's, it's just, again, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's just so funny that it's, it's nice to hear somebody else sit across the table and saying, yeah, like I'm a fixer too. Like that's, that's a big thing. It's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and for me, like, being a Filipino woman, we're very, like, much high-level nurturers, <laughs> you know, it's just, like, we constantly want to just take care of people, mm-hmm. right? Like, and for me, being Filipino and psychology major, right, so, like, I want to take care of everyone physically, emotionally, mentally, mm-hmm. all the above, you know what I mean? So, it's just, like, it's, so it's just a lot that, you know, it becomes a lot, and it becomes to where... I tend to lose myself in the relationships because, um, because, you know, I put pretty much my all in it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And to where that I may not be focusing on myself as much. Right. 
And so that's kind of um, one thing that I've identified and like know that I don't want to, you know, do that again or at least bring that on to my next relationship. Right. Um, but for me, like the biggest thing that, you know, I think we, um, our biggest issue, at least for what I've realized in my last relationship is communication. I think we definitely could have communicated a lot better um, in a way that more of like vulnerability, right? Like we didn't really talk a lot about our bone, um, you know, just like our trying deep stuff. Because mm-hmm. you know, I think you kind of avoid that in like relationships. I think once you pass a certain point of like, because like, I think I would say for me, like my ex and I, we kind of went in too deep pretty fast. Like, you know, like we kind of, like, I guess, let's just say like fell in love really fast and into where then you kind of get past the point of like really, really getting to know someone, right? And you kind of, then you, then at that point, once you pass that, you then you get to know someone through the problem. Right. If that makes sense. And, you know, and, and so that's kind of, I think that there was more, we could have done better as far as really getting to understand each other better, but, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of learn that as you go. So now, because I'm, I'm not a very, for me, like, uh, you'll probably learn this as, like, over time, but, like, I'm not a very emotional person. I don't know if you can tell. But I mean, anytime I see you, you're like laughing, you're having okay, a good time. I'm very happy. Yeah, I'm when you're happy, happy yeah. And I'm, I'm happy and I'm very positive, and that's probably like the most of, of the emotion you're gonna get from me. But like, you don't I'm, you don't show like sadness. Exactly. You try to cover that up from. I'm I'm just trying to read it right. So right. and then I'm I'm doing it based off what what I do. Mm-hmm. So that's why and if it's wrong, just say hey, no, it's fucking wrong. You're way um, off. I mean, I you know like. I wouldn't fully say cover up. It's just that, you know, like I, I think I do my best to kind of refocus my energy or like my, you know, like my, my mental state, like uh, emotional state, like into something else if I do feel sad. But for the most part, I really like, I'm, it's not even really sad. It's more like I'm just not emotional when it comes to like, you know, just certain certain things. And, and it's more also like reacting emotionally. Like I don't <laughs> react emotionally. Like I'm a very logical thinker to where like everything's just logical and rational, you know what I mean? Um, but, but yeah, so anyways, going back to like now and how I've become, I've definitely made it a point to just make sure that I'm fully like open and vulnerable to whoever like I'm, I'm, you know, like talking to or whatever. I, I just before, like, I really try my best, like I said, to be like perfect, right. To just kind of like be this perfect person, right? Like, mm-hmm. and not show, like, or not really say anything bad. You know, I just would always try to tiptoe when it comes to, like, whoever I'm, like, talking to. But now I'm really just saying what's on my mind, you know, and just really saying how it is and what I want and what I expect. And, and like, I don't really care, you know, if, if there's, like, a fear of, like, you know, losing that person anymore, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what really, like, the main thing that I'm really proud of is just being open and really saying what's on my mind mm-hmm. now. Like not like this new version of me, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, and, and I've always feel like when you when you go through like those kind of breakups, right? That next when you actually take the time to like focus on yourself and fix yourself, you're only going to become better for that next person. Like right. now you know, like okay, these are the mistakes that I made, and this is what I need. I mean, whatever the mistakes that your partner made, whatever it was, I mean, whatever it's, it's done with, it's it's over with, it's mm-hmm. just move on. But you, again, it's about self healing and it's about just focusing on you. Well, do be selfish, right? And I think that's something that's always hard, especially with like our signs is we're not the selfish type. We're not the type that's going to sit there and be like, it's all about me. Like, for example, like my birthdays, when people are singing me happy birthday, I cringe. <laughs> I literally sit there and I'm just like, 
Uh, thanks guys like I, I don't know what to do yeah exactly like, I, don't, I don't know what to do even taking photos like I just I don't know what to do it's so hard for me to like wrap all that around yeah you know it's like it's so hard for me to wrap all that around because it's like you know like I just I don't like being the center of attention I like putting other people's ahead of me over me but lately mine has been not putting myself way over everybody, but keeping it at an even level, right? right? Keeping it more like at a fair playing field where my feelings should be heard and validated. And same thing as what yours should be, you know, heard and validated as well. Awesome. Not this, my feelings mean more than yours. So you need to shut up and listen to what I'm telling you and your feelings don't matter. Because mm -hmm. that's the part where it always fell for me, at least, is that my partners or whoever I was with or dating or whatever it is, your feelings meant more than what mine did. So I will, I, and, and so I will put you ahead of that and I will help you because I want to see you happy. Cause then when I see that person happy, I'm like, okay, well I'm happy. Yeah. But I that's, agree. but that's not how it should be. Right. Yeah. That it, it should be an even playing field where you're with a partner and then you can have those conversations of just venting being more open and i think that's the part even even my own friends have told me you know i mean you know when i had that conversation in the car even he told me he's like you know dude like you just you don't talk you don't vent you don't say anything like it's just it's so hard to you know you gotta you gotta speak up more so okay so i'm gonna be more open mm -hmm. i'm gonna be more transparent and i'm the type of person if you don't tell me i'm just gonna keep doing it because right. that's just how i built my headspace is that you know i'm just gonna keep digging for it until Either I realize, okay, this isn't working or someone tells me, hey, this isn't working. You should probably do something else. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, because it's just, it's just how my brain has always worked is yeah. I'm going to keep trying until there ain't nothing left. That's, I mean, and that's not a bad quality to have, right? Because then you're, you know, you're always going to put in effort and you're going to always like put in the work. Right? Oh. Because relationships higher work hundred percent hundred percent but yeah i mean you know you're absolutely right about you know you, you can't always just put everything else in front of you know yourself and that's what i i had the same problem you know okay. like i would always put everything and everyone in front of my own needs um you know and and then that kind of like it all goes hand in hand really you know like the no confront you know you're avoiding confrontation because then you don't want to you know, not just hurt their feelings, but also just cause new problems in the relationship, right? And then you're stressing them out, you know, it just like it all goes hand in hand. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, but no, it's just crazy. Like, I mean, I'm very, like, again, just like seeing myself now and then just, um, and the way like I talk to, you know, like just guys I'm dating or whatever, it's just like, I'm just very open, mm -hmm. very honest. And it's just, um, I think again, like part of it is um, not just identifying it, but also just, Knowing that, like, and this is, like, not to sound cocky, but, like, I can, like, be with whoever I want to be with. Right. You know, I, I, I have that mindset. You should. Like, and to where you're either going to accept me or you don't. You should, you should just, just cause I don't want to lose this part because I feel like this is, this is getting good right now. <laughs> like, this, this is a part of those podcasts where you're like, this is it. This is yeah. it. Like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Marie, like, for the amount of time that I've known you in such a short amount of time, like, you shouldn't settle for anything less than what you deserve right. and what you deserve. I mean, I, I, I truly hope that whoever you're with, that guy can like really, you know, step it up mm -hmm. because you deserve that. You deserve somebody that's going to be supportive in your career, supportive of you, be there for you, nurture you, look out for you, everything, the whole nine yards. You deserve that 100%. Don't 
lower your standards to anything less than that. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve somebody that's just going to sit there, talk down to you or talk shit or whatever it is. Like you deserve that that piece 100% and you should have and you should have that confidence in yourself to say hey you know what like I do deserve this mm -hmm. 100% and, and I feel like when you when you do have that it, it makes it even better because it's like you have to walk in with that mentality of like well you know I don't I, I shouldn't I shouldn't lower my standards I shouldn't I shouldn't you know try to bring somebody up I mean unless they're up and coming or whatever it is it's more or less just finding someone that's more of that even playing field doesn't matter what they do doesn't matter money they make, whatever it is, but just at least is at that same drive and at that same motivation as where you're at. And not only that too, also can respect your lifestyle right? and not be jealous about it. Mm -hmm. That's something that I feel like it's maybe if you felt that way or not, but I feel like that's something that might've happened is that, you know, man, like someone's like doing better than me. And as a guy, you know, guys are always like, no, like I, that, that's tough. It's tough to see women strive higher than men sometimes, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's okay. It's okay, guys. Don't think of it as like you're losing a man card or that you're not the man of the house. It's just where it's at. Your time will come. You just got to be patient. You got to just have – you have to want it. Mm -hmm. If you don't want it, it's not going to be there. So I feel like that's something that happens. And it, it goes vice versa. Sometimes women want to be at this high point of their lives, but they see their partner, the guy, being at that high point, and they're kind of like, well – I'm kind of jealous about that. And yeah. that turned into a little bit of a jealousy thing and it, it can also create tension. So I feel like it's like finding somebody that just really like respects that mm -hmm. is so important for you. Yeah. So 100% you should walk in with that mentality because you deserve that. Well, I appreciate, you know, you, you saying that and you acknowledging it. Yeah. Like I definitely, um, you know, I mean, I have definitely have that mindset, you know, it's just, I guess, speaking it out loud, people can kind of make it seem like, oh, she's like, you know, like mm -hmm. cocky, but it's definitely confidence. And, and I will, oh, I will yeah, like embody that, like, you know, completely. Um, but yeah, like I, I, and, you know, having that mindset now of like, I can be with whoever I want to be with. And um, because I know what I have to offer mm -hmm. and I know my value and know my worth as a woman, as a partner, as, as a person, I love it. like, and so it's like, um, so whoever I'm, you know, like I'm dating at the, at the moment or at the time, it's just like, I will lay everything out of like who I am, what I expect. Like, and, and it's just, again, like, I'm not worried about losing anyone anymore because, because that's just who I am. And if you can't like handle it or you can't accept it, then you're not the one for me. And I'm not going to settle, settle for that either. I love it. So that's just where I'm at. Like, you know, like at this point in my yeah. life. Hundred percent. You and and you should you should think that way. One hundred percent. Everyone should think that way. I not. I mean, we say with you because you're obviously you're, you're talking about. It, so I want to make sure that hey, I'm validating what you're saying right, too. Yeah, but of and this goes out to anybody. I mean, you know, don't feel like you're stuck in a rut, right? Don't feel like you're stuck in this bubble and find contentment and be like, there's not enough people out here in this world to be with. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people in this world, and this is and this is going for people that are like in those hard relationships, right? Now, I'm not trying to promote breakups, but what I'm trying to say is that don't find contentment. Don't feel like you're settling for something that isn't real. If you're having problems, fix them. If they cannot be fixed, then it's a decision of saying if this is what you want for the rest of your life or if this is something that you are that you just can't do anymore and you got to get out of it. So I, I just feel like it's just so important to just it, just always read those signs, right? Always just read those signs of just, hey, you know, don't feel like you need to settle in that relationship. 
There's plenty of women and men out there in this world. You know, take the extra step. And I have always said the grass is greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. The grass is always greener on the other side. And, you know, you just have to want it. Right. So. I definitely want to, don't let me lose that subject, the, the topic of, um, I already lost it, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, you mentioned something that I definitely uh, want, oh, it's, it's not, we're not promoting breakups, obviously, no. but it's, it's, we're more promoting people, like individual happiness at the end of the day. And I, I want to, that's another topic that I definitely want to like delve into because that's a very important one. Um, but I, you know, again, I just want to reiterate a hundred percent to everyone, not like men and women that, you know, I think just talking to a lot of people, friends, like family, whoever that, um, you know, people like who are in the dating phase or just, you know, as people who are single, it's just people like I've noticed that people try to cater to the other person. Mm-hmm. Right. And and you really, you know, because um, you're at the end of the day, the main thing is that you're scared to lose them. And and so then you don't then then you're, you know, you then manicure your behavior, your what you say. So, you know, to to kind of make sure, you know, um, you know, you don't cross the line or whatever with that person. And it's just all fear of, of losing them. And and I don't think that then people then are not really showing who they are like 100 mm-hmm. percent. You know what I mean? Because I know I used to be like that. Like, and so, but then just talking to people, I've noticed that that's kind of seems to be like how majority of people are, right? Because at the end of the day, you already have, you know, you already put this in your mind, like, okay, this guy seems good for me, or this girl seems good for me, like, I don't want to lose it, mm-hmm. you know? And then at that point, you're not really being like fully yourself anymore, because then you're already having that expectations of like, what could be like the potential, right? Right. So it's, I think for me, ultimately, like, uh, I'm just really accepting people for who they are and seeing people for who they are and what they offer me. Um, not what they offer me, but like what they are showing me, like, you know, at face value mm-hmm. and not expecting anything more and, you know, um, or not asking them for more basically. So that's what I've kind of like learned in these, in this dating era of mine. <laughs> right. And, and I mean, I mean, this is validated and say it, right. I mean, I'm not going to say, okay, if you're in a relationship, you ain't working out and you're going to get out and it's going to be easy to get into another one. No, it's not. It's going to take time. It's mm-hmm. going to take, life has to take its course, right? So it's going to take time and it's going to go through some few. I mean, I've been out on a few dates and man, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, again, they're going to, re- they're going to listen to this, but again, the truth has to be said, they've just been rough. Like, it's just not like, it's not there. It's just like, you know, you feel like, okay, like you can try to spark something you try and you want to, you know, I don't know, but it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't, it's tough out there, but it's about finding, it's about just waiting and being patient and doing it again. Right. You just got to keep going through it. Don't, don't give up. Don't, there's gonna be those days where you're like, ah, like, I just want to give up. I'm done. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore, but just keep going, keep, keep going, take your time, keep, and you'll, you'll find it. Just got to keep, just keep digging it. That goes for guys. That goes for girls. Is just don't be afraid. You know, you're not the only one that's going through it. It may feel that way, but you're not the only one that's going through it. There's millions of people out there mm-hmm. in this world. So it's just take your time and just keep turning it. Yeah, I mean, for me, yeah, like my biggest advice for people is really just to 
really just work on yourself ultimately. Yeah. Like work on yourself and, and, you know, and, and identify all your, you know, the issues that you've had in your past relationships. And because ultimately like when you become a better person and you become, you know, that version of yourself that ultimately you want to see another person, like, you know how they say like you attract what you are. Mm -hmm. Right. So I believe that because, you know, like it's also the same goes for like misery loves company. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you, you know, have issues and like, you know, and you're in, uh, let's just say you're a bad person you're going to attract or you're going to kind of surround yourself with those type of like-minded people. Right. So same with like, yeah, like if you improve work on yourself, you, you get yourself to that level where you want to be in um, and like your partner or you want your partner to be in, um, then, you know, that's really the best thing that you could do for yourself. And like, to really finding that right person, because then once you get to that level, like, you know, you're clear on what you want what you deserve and like, and how, you know, and how you intend on getting it, mm -hmm. you know? So that's just kind of how, like this advice that I would give basically. Right. And then it's, it's great advice. You know, it's, it's so important to, you know, give that and then into, no, that's why I feel like just having like that support of just saying, Hey, like, you know, it, it's, it's good to hear it. Right. It's, yeah. it's always nice to hear it. Cause it, it just helps. It helps through the process of it all. It helps through, you know, the, the finding part of it all. Cause you're always going to be finding yourself, at least for me. I mean, uh, for me, it's like, you know, I'm always working on to be the best person that I can be. You know, I have goals. I have things that I want to be doing. There's a lifestyle that I want to have and things like that. So it's, you know, what do I need to do to get to that point? But it's also nice to have like a partner that can also want the same things too. Mm -hmm. So the, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I just, I want to say it's like, you know, what's, what's your list, right? Like what, what is your expectations for you to want to, for to someone to be like, okay, like this is the person that it works for me. You're asking me? Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, okay, well, hold on. so like, are you saying like characteristics? Like, just all, all just, just, just like, like a brief, like, you know, uh, you know, someone that's supportive, someone that's respectful, oh, yeah. all, all this. I mean, yeah. like what, what is it that, yeah. What, what, what is your man's like ideal <laughs> man's you going to want to I mean, okay, so I'm, for me, like, I'm, I don't know if you've already realized this about me, but I'm a very dominant, you know, female, like, mm. as far as my personality, um, you know, so I feel like in a man, like, I definitely want someone that's can, like, be more dominant, right? Because ultimately, like, like, as a female, like, there's some women who just want to be dominant one in their relationship, right? But for me, like, I don't think that I would want to just be the dominant personality. I think I would want to have like that alpha um, mm. to be able to kind of like, um, you know, like help bring me down in a way, but at the same time, like. Um, also be supportive? Yeah, I mean, I, ultimately I do want to support okay. a man, like absolutely. Um, even though, you know, like I don't need anyone to take care of me, like I, I it would I would like to have a man that can take care of me if that no. makes sense, you know? Of course, you, every, like, every girl wants to feel yeah. like a pretty little princess up in the tower, feeling like a little Rapunzel-ish, of course. Yeah, like, I mean, I think every woman would, lo would love that. Of course. But, you know, me being the type of, you know, um, woman I, that I am and like, in like my business mindset, like, like I always want to work, mm -hmm. you know? Like, and I don't think I would ever get to a point where, um, you know, like I would want to just be like that stay at home, you know, like, wife that just gets supported and i can never be that i don't see it honest. i i can never live off of anyone like i'm, I'm sorry like, okay. I wanna, you know like make my own money i want to be proud of what i have you know of course. accomplished and all that stuff so yeah like so just a supportive man like absolutely 
um, you know, that kind of like sees the same like vision as I do, like goals and um, again, like has the same drive and ambition. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, but also like you know that you can like um, be compatible with in other ways, as in like you know, okay, like yeah, like we're always on the go, like always like business mindset, but also can enjoy like the little things in life, right? Mm-hmm. Like some people are just always about business and they don't know how to turn it off. You know, like I've definitely seen people like, like that and I've dated people like that, you know, and, and it's like, it, it's, I don't know what it is. If it's just like a facade because like, okay, like going back, like I've dated someone that like successful, um, you know, like a like business owner and it's like, there's two side of them and it's crazy. Like, you know, like they don't know how to turn off the business side, mm-hmm. but yet like, I love like the other side where it's just like they actually let loose and and it's just a like, very playful affectionate but you don't see that very often mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy it's really crazy like how that works and what's funny is that the only that that side only comes out when they drink oh you know normally like normally when you drink it's like people don't like you know people don't like what comes out of drinking but like well this person it's like the walls come down mm-hmm. so it's like that's you know what I mean? And it's like I said, it's like a facade, almost like a wall that you've built up because that's like your ego, mm-hmm. right? Like that your business mindset has become your ego and that's like kind of all you like live like live through at this mm-hmm. point. So yeah. for you, so for you it's more or less like finding somebody that knows I guess when to turn that off and give that more of that openness without just turning reserving into alcohol, right? Like giving it more like just like it shouldn't just be like, oh well the alcohol brought it out in you. Like it should be more of like Hey, you know, like leave it at the door. You leave it there, and then tomorrow morning it'll be right there. You know, let's. Yeah, it's like like you said before, it's just balance, right? Right, because you know, like I think you and I both can agree that we're like you know we're obviously both hustlers. We're very ambitious, so we're always like on the go. We're always working, mm-hmm. and we always you know like this twenty four seven nonstop. But at the end of the day, I also do my best to make time for friends, family, and whatever is important, you know, and you just make time for it, you figure it out. Right. And so, you know, at, at that point, you, you're you trying to have that balance. And, and like, that's really what I'm, uh, well, that's what I'm saying is that like to be able to have that balance and to know how to turn it off when, when it matters. Mm-hmm. So. Right. You know, I mean, uh, in, 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 and, I, and I can relate with you on those things, you know, right. It's Cause it's like, uh, you know, for my, just, this is just me personally. I mean, it's not even to, but yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard to turn it off sometimes, mm-hmm. but, but I have learned in the past year and a half, two years is to, you know, leave it at the door. You know, don't bring that, in, don't bring that into your relationship and, you know, focus more on the person that you're with, but, you know, also finding that person that, you're happy with right mm-hmm. you know because before in my past relationship is that i kept you i kept diving more and more into work because i was just unhappy in my relationship i'll just mm-hmm. dive into it harder i was like fuck like i just don't want to deal with this i'm just going to yeah. keep diving into work more and i'm just going to keep going and going and going but you know it's about leaving it at the door and you know sometimes you're gonna have you're having a problem in a relationship you just got to deal with it mm-hmm. i think it's all about how you communicate and how you go about it and how you come across right everything i've learned in this world and this is what i was taught from my dad was that how you present it is the reactions of what you're gonna get so if i come off yelling and screaming i assume i'm gonna get the same reaction back yeah 
But if you come off calm, cool, collective, like, hey, look, like I just want to have a conversation about this mm-hmm. and I want to talk with you about it and I want to, you know, go through all this, you know, and it turns different because you're coming in a little more relaxed. Right. But sometimes it's hard because it depends on the subject too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you strike a nerve into your other partner where it's just like, oh. You know, I'm glad you bring that up because that's actually a big, a big um, topic or issue that was in my past relationship. Okay. Um, uh, Mine as well. I don't know if my ex will listen, you know, listen to this, but I mean, he probably doesn't even realize it, but it's okay. Um, but it's a big issue because when you know you say how you present it. Um, Let's just say, you know, like whenever someone is triggered, right? Like when you get triggered, you're gonna react emotionally, right? Like well, a lot of people of don't know how to control their emotions and 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 how they react, you know, as well when it comes to like if you're triggered. And so basically in my relationship, it's like a lot of the times I felt like I was just immediately like attacked in a way that's like let's say if I did something that pissed my ex off right and and I didn't think that I did anything to you know you know because like again it's all perspective right mm-hmm. and um and then you know from my point of view like I didn't you know I didn't think that it was like what was what was done was even like anything close to again at the end of the day I'm not trying to piss my, my you know what I mean anyone mm-hmm. in your relationship so, but I mean, just being honest, I mean, it, it is what it is, whether your ex likes it or not about what you say, even saying with mine, like she's probably not going to like what I'm going to say, but, but it's not even, it's, but it's not even just what I'm saying. It's not even things that are said, it's things that are done. Right. Correct. So like if I do something that I'm not even realized it was going to piss them off, but if so, so what, but the point I'm trying to get to is like what you said is how you present it. Right. But like, if you're going to attack me, this is just human nature, right? If yeah. anyone's going to get attacked, they're going to defend themselves. 100%. That's just the nature. Nobody's going to just roll over and just take it. Exactly. That's human nature. So if you're going to attack me, I'm going to defend myself. Okay? And and so what the point I'm trying to get is, is that he was already attacking me from the very beginning. Like as far as like you did this. Mean, that means that you had this intention, right? Like you had this like bad intention, like oh. so to where it's just like there was no like, like trying to understand like, like you know like what like my point of view and mm-hmm. and to where if then when I'm trying to defend myself, then it becomes the I'm not acknowledging my faults. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? No, it does make sense. It, it turned into more of like you're right, you're wrong, I'm right, and you need to apologize to me, but I don't need to say an apology back to you kind of thing. Right. Exactly. Like it turned into more of just like you did all this wrong. It's it, not, none of this is my fault. It all just kind of the fingers kind of get pointed more and more at you and you and you. Exactly. Right. It's like, yeah. To where it's like, if I don't init- immediately say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. So then, then it becomes a, me again, um, not acknowledging what I did wrong. Right. And just basically it's me not being submissive, right? Because I, I guess whatever you, however you took like whatever action I did, like however you're reacting to it, that's the only thing that's reality. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that is important. It's not both of our perspectives, right? Right. So yeah, again, ultimately, but the main problem is, is that you're already attacking me. 
you're already like mad, you're already upset, but you didn't even really talk to me in a calm manner to at least understand why I did it. Right. right? Or like, or like, hey, I felt this type of way that you did this. Like, um, you know, can and, and can you explain to me like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, you can't just try to understand like the other, you know, like both perspectives, like you're already mad. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're at that point, you're just reacting emotionally. Right. Right. So, so I mean, and, and and this is something that to relate with you, and, and it, it's it's kind of one of those things, and it might be an eye opener, it might not be, but when I was going through mine, I mean, I was like pretty much like my my therapist told me says, look, like you were abused, and I was like, no, I'm, I was never abused. Like, what are you talking about? I was never abused. Like, I wasn't hit. Like, the heck? Like, no. She's like, no, no, no. It's not about being hit. It's about mentally, right. mentally abused. And I was like, what? And she was like. Yeah, you were mentally abused. And she says that's worse than being hit because you have a trauma in your head and it's about trying, you know, you kind of hold that in there. And she was like, you know, not saying, you know, you smack a girl, like it's not going to abuse, it's not going to like mentally like kind of get to her too. But but she says, but mental abuse is is just such a common thing Mm -hmm. that people don't know between the fine line of being disrespectful and then mentally abusing somebody. Right. And that's why finding your words and how you project it and how you present it is so important. Like for me, like my trigger point, my trigger, I can be cool, calm, and collected. The moment my partner will cuss at me, I give my warning. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. Like find another word. I don't care if you're cussing during the conversation because you're mad about something. I get it. It's normal. I mean, I cuss all the time. I cuss like a sailor. I try my best to not do it. But it's one thing of cussing in a sentence, but cussing at somebody and oh, saying yeah. like, fuck you yeah. or you're stupid or you're retarded. Like those things, those are like my triggers. Those are the ones where it's like, okay, I'm not going to let somebody talk to me like that. So I'll say one, don't talk to me that way. Like find another word Yeah, keep going at it. Guess what you're going to get? You're going to get that same reaction back. And now I'm just going to be louder, more aggressive and just defending myself because I don't like being backed into a corner. And that's when I start feeling I'm being backed into a corner because you're trying to have me be submissive to, you know, you, you to get your point across, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to hear me across. And that's, and that's a problem. So, you know, not, not saying that's what it is for you, but I mean, it's just, it's so important to also want to read those signs. It's so important to, you know, just be alert to those things. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Like, so are you saying that it's more like an eye opener for me that I was like mentally abused? I don't know. No, no, no. I, yeah, I um, mean, that's what, but that's like that's that. That from what it sounds like yeah. to me, from where you're explaining it to me, and, and, and again, this is going based off my personal experience. Right, I'm not. I ain't no therapist. I don't have a degree, but but based off of what I was experiencing, what I was felt, yeah. it kind of seems like that was the same thing for you. And you know, and looking back, I could feel like I could agree with that because at the end of the day, it's like it's manipulation, right? Correct. And that's a form of mental abuse. Right. And then, and then it's also mental abuse is also another thing is when you're excusing that behavior, right? When someone else sees it and like, dude, like, how are you? And I'm relating this because my friends would tell me, dude, like, how are you letting your other do this? And it's like, no, like, and I would defend and I would be like, no, like, no, it's not like that. Like it's coming off as this. I know she didn't have the right way of presenting it or projecting it, but then you start defending it. Right. And that's the part because you're, you're afraid of actually saying the truth behind it of what you really do feel. 
because then you know that that's probably eventually that'll catch up or you're that open with your relationship that you'll just say, Hey, like I said this. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny that you said, um, you said defending because you know, in the few sessions that I had with the therapist, Mm -hmm. like it's funny because (laughs) like it was almost like, so I would tell her what would happen, right? Like Mm -hmm. the issues, but yet like I would try to justify it. Right. I would try to justify like my ex's actions, and she would go to tell me. She's like, it just seems like, like you're telling me these things, but then, then you try to defend him. Right. And you know, and it's just funny, like that she had identified that because it was true. Mm-hmm. Like you know, because like even to this day, I'll still say like, you know, it was a great relationship. He's a great person. Blah blah blah. Like you know, which. He is like no. There's nothing you know. No. Like, I would, yeah. Like he's okay, he is an amazing person, but we all have our issues, and that's right. And it's how you know you show up in a relationship is you know it's unfortunately because of those issues mm-hmm. that are left you know like unresolved. Um, but yeah, so ultimately, yeah, when we do have those those fights, you know, I do have to say that I felt that you know again from being attacked in the very beginning to then you know to then being. Um, yeah, like manipulated in a way that like I felt that I did something wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Even though in the very beginning I didn't think I did anything wrong, then it then it ends with me, you know, like being in the wrong and that and to make it worse, not acknowledge that I was in the wrong, <laughs> you know, and then it just snowballs from there, mm-hmm. basically. Right. So, and in, in, in that and that's the part where it's like it's like that fine line of just like just realizing it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, as us being people with big hearts and, you know, wanting to fix. But when you start seeing those patterns, it can't be fixed. Right. That's something internally within that person. And it's one of those things where it's a decision making where you're okay with this or you're not. Mm-hmm. And it's about finding, and you just find that contentment. Right. And that's the part where I guess, and I'll say it for yourself and I'll say it for myself as well too, is that we're, we should not settle for that. It's and, and not just even us, even people that are going to listen to this and under and hopefully they find it relatable is that don't find contentment in that mm-hmm. because it's toxic. It's not fun. It, you're not going to find the happiness. And again, it's when you let it go for too long, that's the expectations every time. So then when you start trying to break the habit, which is what I was doing in my relationship is where I was trying to break that habit. I was trying mm-hmm. to change. I was trying to fix. Cause it's like, dude, like we're about to get married and we're about to do this. And it's like, I'm trying to fix you. And I'm trying, and I'm trying, I'm trying to like change something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to continue this. And I can't remember. I kept saying it. I'm like, if you keep going down this road, I'm not going to do this anymore with mm-hmm. you. Uh, hopefully she understood it. I don't know if she didn't believe me, but I mean, I guess you really believed me after the day when I packed my bags up and I said later, then it all became a reality. Right. But it's like, you just, it's so important. Again, and it reverts back to a conversation that we had a little bit ago is that with the expectations that you set from the beginning is what should be set throughout the entire part of the relationship and yeah. about making it clear on what expectations are, you know? So it's like, but you know, it just, it just sucks because it's like, I, don't, I feel like not a lot of people understand that is that mental abuse is a, like a legit thing in a relationship mm-hmm. and you have to realize the signs. You have to know it. Yeah. It, everyone always talks about the hitting abuse, right? Mm-hmm. You know, being physical, other things like that, which I mean, that, that's a whole nother thing. I yeah. mean, I would never want to be in something like that for yeah, sure. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that comment, but it's just like one of those things. It's like, 
it's just so important for you to read those signs. You shouldn't have a partner that is putting you down and making you feel like you're like an ant, even lower than an ant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. And, and you know, it, it definitely happened in early and, you know, stages of our relationship that I just felt, you know, I just overlooked. And, and it definitely became a pattern over mm-hmm. the course of our relationship. Um, and, yeah, it was just something that at that point, you know, you kind of got into, like, you know, you, you get in too deep because it's been so many years, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but ultimately, yeah, it was, it, it, I definitely identified a pattern that, you know, from the triggers to then the reactions to then, you know, like, then how the basically like the fight or argument is going to go, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's all kind of like, it's definitely a pattern because mm-hmm. it's the same. Right. And so, but it's just crazy. It's crazy for me because for me, like I control myself emotionally so well. Like I, I, I don't know how I've just I've just been that way. I don't know mm-hmm. how I don't know how I've um like how I've developed it, but it's just like I'm I'm I don't react emotionally to things. Like so even when I'm upset, like I really don't lose my cool. Like if I'm upset, I could be talking to you like this. Mm-hmm. And like you would never like like my you know, my voice would never be raised. And like yeah, like there are moments where like I was like legitimately like angry. Screaming. I mean, but I, but I don't scream. Like I literally present it to you in a way that's like calm, right? Because ultimately, and this is and this is for me like my my biggest um, thing that I wish I had to like you know like like um, hammer in people's heads is that for lack of a better word, is like no one should ever have no one should ever have power over you. And, and someone has power over you if you lose control. If they have the ability to make you lose control of your emotions, mm-hmm. your actions, whatever, then they have power over you. Right. So, yeah. So that's why, like, I would never lose, like, there's only, like, maybe, like, a couple of times where I actually, like, raise my voice, but only because, like, my ex's voice is so loud. Like, I have to raise my voice to mm-hmm. get any word in. But, but, yeah. Like, so it's just, you know, other than that, like, I keep my cool, even even through my breakup. Like, I like didn't even like yell. I didn't even lose my cool or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's you know, it's just like okay, you know, it's, right? You you like you want to, um, but you know that's how you want to handle it, and that's how you want to handle it. I can't control your actions, but I can control mine, mm-hmm. including how I react to things. So, I mean, actions always speak louder than words, right? Absolutely. And you know, uh, the the just the. I guess like the biggest thing is just like you're in, and that kind of hit home for me a little bit was when you said, you know, if someone can bring that out in you, that inner, like, I guess I call it inner demon, Mm -hmm. but that inner anger, it's not a good thing. Shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. Mm -hmm. Life is already hard as it is. The last thing you want is to have it hard, have a hard life and also have it hard in your relationship with your partner. That you're trying to grow something with then you're just getting double whammy and it just sucks like, like it just feels like doomsday every time right so it's like it, i feel like it's just it's just so important to just like find somebody that says hey you know like i'm not an arguer i'm a talker i will talk with you if i have to be stern about something i'll be stern about something but i shouldn't have to raise my voice i shouldn't have to scream to get my point across with you or now start saying insulting words to you because mm-hmm. I hate that. I, I hate that. I, the only time I like it is when I'm playing hockey and I'll talk shit to somebody <laughs> all day long because it's it's, yeah, it's part of the game. Cute. 
is the only is the only part of the game, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Or even even sometimes like I playfully do it with friends and things like that, you know. Yeah. There's truth behind it when I give it to my friends sometimes, but sometimes it's just and it, it goes both ways, right? But I feel like in a relationship, because you if you're planning on doing something for a lifetime with somebody, it's just you know, how are you how are you just gonna you know just kind of just keep where the fuck was I going with this? Like how are like so like if you're in a relationship with somebody and then they let that person out, it just like it just sucks because then it just like man like I just did this and you feel kind of bad about it. So yeah. It's like it's not it's not where you want it to be. Yeah. It's not the ideal situation. Nothing's ever going to be ideal, but I mean, if you can try to control it as much as you can, it just makes it better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and when, and when you said you know like that your trigger is if if they curse at you, right? Right. Which is the same for me because for me, like I really don't lose my cool, and and I'm very patient. Mm-hmm. And I have a very high boiling point um but if you do like you know use like any profanity towards me then that's when i will like i will actually like unleash yeah because because yeah because then you're not going to disrespect me like that i'm sorry and i'm not going to no. be disrespected like no 100 so that's the only time that i would ever like you know like like even me losing my cool is not really losing my cool but for right. my standards right and so you know, so that's that's the one thing yeah. that um, I will never allow is to be like disrespected. Yeah, hundred percent. And in in nor should you be right. Mm-hmm. Like nor nor should you be disrespected. I mean, not just saying that as a girl, but also as somebody as in the level of where you're at with things like that. You deserve to be respected. Right. Someone to respect you. Obviously, you know, having that sense of just like you know, like you said, that dominancy of like a little like, hey, like I'll lead the way when it comes to this kind of stuff. You know, this is the man's role to do these kind of things. Take the initiatives in proper places, right? So it's like, you know, um, for example, it's like you know, hey, like you're coming in home. No worries, I'll order up food. It'll be ready. It's here. It's done. Those kind of like little simple things or like planning a trip, you know, like I know sometimes girls, they really like it when guys plan a cute little trip yeah. and do all that little yeah. stuff, you know, like, you know, just make putting in the proper steps to be supportive, but also leading the charge as a guy, you have to lead the charge. You have mm-hmm. to set the the path. If you don't set the path and you don't, you don't set the road for it, it's just both of you are just going to be like this. Yeah. So, Ultimately, the man should be the leader. Correct. Not, and it shouldn't be in a providing way. It should be in more of a structured way, in a structured way of your relationship of what you want it to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's nice. It's a give and take, right? Like if I'm in a relationship, you know, now I'm going to be more of that piece of it, more of that piece of like, Hey, like this is the path. This is where we're, we're going on. And this is, this is where I want it to be at. Either you're with me or not. That's right. what it is. If you're not with me, no problem. My life's going to keep going on this whether you keep up or not, that's on you or whether you want it or not, you know, or, or, you know, but it's also nice for sometimes, I guess, also to let the girl also take the, a little bit of that initiative as well too, saying, Hey, you know what? Like let her take, let her make the decision of where to go for, to go out to eat or something like that, or where uh vacation, or I don't know, whatever it is that just kind of takes that on or like, kind of like, Hey, let's have this date night or let's do this fun little activity. You know, let them also want to feel a part of it, but right. the guy should be still, in control of it mm-hmm. and a little bit of a sense of it, but let her just take the initiative of planning it, kind of going through the details, but you're just there to be the supportive piece of that. Right. You know? Yeah. It, 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 I think that's like, there's that fine line, right? It's not being 110% in control of every aspect of it all because then you're just, the girl's got no room to breathe. Yeah, exactly. But there are definitely guys out there that love to have the control and must have the control. Yeah. Right. And, and but it's like that's so old school. Mm-hmm. 
but I generally feel like that's so like old school boomer ish. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe it's just, you know, I don't know to me, like, I don't know. Well, okay. So for me, like, okay. Yeah. That could be a traditional thing. Yes. However, I still, what I strongly feel is like, control is all internal. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really, that's an internal issue mm-hmm. because, you know, if you're needing to control everything, then, you know, that, that's just something that's like internal that you're struggling with that, you know, because you can't, you know, um, like you have to just have control of everything around you, right? Like mm-hmm. in the environment, the people, and then that's, that, that's just, I mean, yeah, ultimately for me, like it's, that's just an internal struggle. Right. Um, I wouldn't say that. I mean, obviously general, it could be generational because that's just how, you know, like how the men were raised and, um, but that's that's just, that, that's just a pattern, right? Mm-hmm. So until like someone actually identifies that within themselves, it's not it's never going to change. Like, and that's how it's just going to be down like the generational lines, right? In mm-hmm. families. But the last topic that I really wanted to um to to discuss was when you brought up, you know, um, like breaking up, like you know, like promoting breakups, right? Like mm-hmm. because ultimately, like we want people to be happy. Right? Of course, and, and but like, but so many people, and just people I know, people I hear of, like, just settle in their relationships or just like unhappy in their relationships, and that's why they end up, you know, like cheating or whatever. And it's just like for me, it's like I know it's easier said than done. Ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, like that's the that's the main problem. But it's just like I, you know, I don't ever want to promote like like separation but at the same time like i think it's more important to be happy right right 100 100 i mean this isn't this isn't like here to like tell people hey you need to break up with your person it was about maybe finding another way of trying to fix the relationship if you're currently in something that's similar to what we went through or whatever it is it's just trying to find a different way right trying to find something new or just don't be content and it's, it's not telling the the listeners, hey, you need to leave your relationship. No, no it's it's yeah. put you know you, if you put in put in the effort, put in the time, but maybe change your way. Right. Never too late. And you, yeah, like yeah, I mean, ultimately, ultimately, yeah, if we're gonna, we're just saying what's our perspective right. and what our, our thoughts are. It doesn't necessarily mean we're encouraging people to do anything. But like, I just thought about this because so like I uh, have a family member in um, the Philippines that's basically you know just um they're kind of going through like rough patches in their relationship and they have kids and they're like full-grown adults like literally mm. like late 40s right but they're, they're asking me for advice right but um but the thing is though is like in, in the culture of in the philippines like and the religion is that people don't divorce like people don't divorce there like or they try not to because you want to keep the family unit Mm-hmm. it's just part of the American I mean the, the Filipino culture and so and for me like when you know when they were asking like when she was asking for my advice I was like look like you know I obviously I had to explain that I understand like the Filipino culture and mm-hmm. how family unit needs to stay together and you know and and that yeah divorce is like frowned upon but ultimately I was like you can't like I can't um you know, like, I don't want to not promote that, but I don't want to, um, I can't think of the word, but, you know, like, I don't want to, um, like, I'm blanking out on the word. Maybe just describe it and then, you know, kind of click in, right? Um, 
So you're not, I mean, obviously we're not trying to promote, you're not trying to promote for someone to leave one another, but you're also maybe just trying to have them listen to these signs or, or just also, I guess, not trying to find that contentment or, right. Am I kind of hitting that? No, it's it's more like, just like, basically I'm telling her like, you know, like I ultimately, because even though, you know, that's like family, like I told her, I was like, but you guys both are not happy together. Right. And, and ultimately it's like, I can't, um, I can't support you know your relationship if you're both not happy mm-hmm. uh, for the okay. sake you know for the sake of just staying together because you're a family unit yeah and that you have kids and it's frowned upon yeah and and you know and and that your your husband is mis- mistreating you in this relationship right mm-hmm. and that's why you're not happy and that's why we're having this conversation but yet you want to stay with him and you want to try to fix him and it's obviously Ah, okay, yeah. So you, you don't you don't want to condone that behavior or that cycle of, of yeah. yeah, condone like 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 the behavior and or like the cycle of what it is because you just feel like it's just the same repetitive conversation. You feel like you're giving the same advice. Correct. So yeah, condone so, the word. Almost as like a broken record. Yeah, like I don't want to condone. You know, like I mean, I, I don't want to say like yeah, like you guys should split up. But at the same time, I'm not, I'm not going. You know, like I don't want to support that an unhappy relationship that you guys are both in that he's mistreating you so but you feel as if you have to stay to, to keep your the family together because for me ultimately i was like you you may think that you're hiding it well from your kids but you're not like kids absorb everything like even though like i feel like people think that they can like hide things well so like they absorb it and like and even like i mean their kids are not even kids anymore they're teenagers <laughs> right so i told her i was like look so basically all you're showing your kids is that it's okay to be treated like that as a woman by your husband. Mm-hmm. So, so that's to me, like, that's the biggest problem is that then now your daughter is going to grow up thinking that she can, you know, it's okay to be treated like that. And, and she should stay in an unhappy marriage mm. and remain unhappy, you know? So it's just, that's just for me, like, it, that's why it becomes a generational thing because it all stems from childhood and like what you experienced in childhood and all that stuff. Right. So, right. No. And I guess, I guess to really like, I mean, not diving into culture and religion when it comes to relationships and things like that. But I also feel like that's also like such a big thing, you know, like Filipinos, it being frowned upon. There's other cultures out there that mm-hmm. it's the same thing where it's frowned upon to divorce the person that you're with. Right. You kind of get like looked at in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's always so funny because it's kind of like we talked last time, like the differences between living in the U.S. and living out of the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, the different parts, you know, just how it just works, how people look at things in a different part of the world, right? And it's just it, it's it's just so it's so interesting and in like in, you know just how to hear these things, right? I mean, I don't know much about the Philippines. I'll be very mm-hmm. honest with you. Where I want to go, yeah, love to go because <laughs> I just love to travel. But yeah. you know, it's just like hearing those things where people just feel like it, it's just frowned upon, or like hearing it that you know family units and things like that. It's it's hard. It's really hard because I mean, obviously that's the dream, right? I mean, mm-hmm. my dream is to always is to have a family unit, is to have. Uh, structure and and to have kids and to have siblings like you know big family and having those fun activities to do and all as a family is what we do and we work as a unit and things like that but also sustaining that within the relationship as well too you know not just being like well we have all this so you know you got to stay with me no matter what yeah and i think ultimately like obviously you should still work you know like 
put that work in, put the effort into a relationship to make it work. Hundred percent. Yeah, like you know, because you have kids in a ring doesn't change. You got can't put yeah. in the work. You still got to keep doing it. It's not just something rainbow and butterflies. No, you get married no. and have kids. If anything, it's like yeah, like I'm sure people can can agree that it's you know it's a lot tougher. And you know, as well, I mean, as long as you can say that you have tried, it, you both have tried everything possible to make it work, right? But that you, it's just, you know, there's just too many differences, and you guys are just not happy. Then, like at that point, you know, like uh, you kind of have to decide, like, when is your both your own happiness for both of you is like more important? Because again, ultimately, your kids, you know, you like I think as long as you communicate things properly to your kids, like then they would understand, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. I mean, that's like, this is like another topic that I feel like we would have to kind of like go deeper in because I feel like there's a lot more to say. In- oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, we got to we gotta add it to the notes right now. Like, just so we don't forget Dude, it. I definitely have more to say about it. Do you? I, I, would, I would love to hear more about it. I just, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of summarizing it. What, and, what, what, what should we call the topic? Um, marriage over happiness. Ah. <laughs> because hey trust me i mean i'm not against my marriage i look i look forward to getting married i 100%. look forward to having kids and but ultimately you can't have you know everyone gets damaged if, oh. if there's no like everyone's got their scars yeah like but that ultimately it's just like people will like around you will get damaged or affected if they're you know if if you guys don't work or if there's if there's issues within the relationship, right? mm-hmm. if there's, there's, there's no happiness. Or- and, and, and it's kind of reverting back to kind of where we started all this is just, I feel like all that can be fixed with expectations and communication. Mm-hmm. As long as you can just do those things, it can work itself out for a good majority of the problems that you're going to have within your significant other. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of problems that relationships have sometimes is that they keep bottling things up right they bottle it they bottle it they bottle it and then one day it's just like this big explosion and it's like dude i thought everything was all peaches and creams we were out to dinner last Mm -hmm. night we were laughing we're having a good time we're having drinks we're enjoying this and then all of a sudden like you're hitting me with something that happened like two weeks ago yeah like i mean i definitely you know i definitely can yeah attest to that because again you know with me not wanting to be confrontational like I will bottle things in and then mm. something will kind of set me off towards like okay like now I'm pissed right you know, over something <laughs> that I've been just kind of like building you know so yeah well I mean it's and I feel like that's something that's always just so important it's just don't you know, don't, it, it, I mean I say it for myself I say it for anybody out there it's just it, it's so important if there's something that's wrong don't say it right then and there. If you're with a group setting, I, that's one thing I'm like, I just, I, I can never do. It's mm-hmm. call my significant out in front of other people. I would never want to embarrass. I would never want, and now when I make a face, it kind of happens, but I try not to. Yeah. But I would never want to call my significant other in the car, but I mean, in front of people. But then when I get in the car with them, when I feel like it's time, right, right time, I'm like, hey, like, I just didn't appreciate this mm-hmm. and I just want to let you know. Yeah. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm not trying to make you feel like, you know, you messed up or whatever it was, but just trying to call something out that I just I didn't like this. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not expecting it to turn into this giant argument. I'm not I don't want it to be like this whole thing and, and you know, especially when you're on your way home after night and everything like that, you're gonna go sleep in the same bed together and it just turns into like this awkward tension. Yeah. Cause then I don't sleep well. Mm-hmm. So then the other doesn't sleep well. Then you wake up in the morning and you're just both cranky and then you're back at it again in the morning. Yeah. It's like I've, I've I've always been the person where it's like, you know, I just want to talk about it. Tell me your feelings, tell me where you come from. Okay, understand, acknowledge it, apologize, and then 
Just move on. No, don't 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 keep harping on the same thing and keep just circling around it over and over and over again because then you get annoyed, you get tired of it, and you're just like, dude, like I'm just I'm just stuck in this rut with you. Like again, that's and then that kind of reverts back to like, you know, always just wanting to lead the path and just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. So it's it's important to just have someone that just understands that, right? Yeah. So it's like keep going forward, stop sitting and dwelling about what happened two weeks ago, six months ago, a year ago. And yeah. we're still talking about the same topic. When then that's when people say, Well, we're arguing about the same thing. And I always respond back. I've said it a number of times. I'm like, we're arguing about the same thing because you keep bringing up the same thing. Yeah. Or you're well, giving you me the same, really it. or you haven't really addressed it, or or you're just giving me the same answers. I'm like, because you're asking me the same question in a different way. Right. But ultimately, though, like I have to go back to you on that. Is that like if things keep coming up, like then it's not being addressed like properly, right? Or it's not getting mm-hmm. fixed. Um, you know, like so. Mm-hmm. So where like people are really good about sticking things under the rug. <laughs> right, and there and there's that fine line, right? I mean. Like here's the thing, there there are just some things that this is who that person is, right? This is this is who they are. And they and that gets to a point where there's just a bit, is this an acceptance piece that where you can just accept this person because this is just their personality? Because you can't fix everybody, right? There's a reason why you decided to be with this person. There's a reason why you decided to say, hey, you know what, I want to make this official. There's a reason behind it. So it get, it turns into a point where are you trying to shape somebody into this perfect person of what you want it to be? Or are you going to accept who they are overall? And there's going to come flaws, what it is. But whether that person realizes them saying, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to work on that and I'm going to try to fix it. And it, it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight, right? Especially when it's like a big thing or it's a big ask, you know? But there's just some things where it's also like, you know, but it's also just who I am. You know, my, my biggest arguments that I always have with my ex was that I'm, I'm a giving person. Mm-hmm. I'm too giving to people. I'm so easy to jump and go help others and things like that. Or I'm just, I have open door policies. Like I always tell people, anyone's allowed to come over, just text me. You're on your way and you come over and whatever I'm, whatever's made for food, whatever we got, if you haven't eaten yet, like I got you, mm-hmm. no worries, no ands, ifs, or buts. If you're having a bad day, you just want to come over and hang out. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready to talk to me, you'll talk to me. You know, or whenever I buy gifts, like my friends, like I buy a nice gift because it's not because of buying affection. It's because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. You've been good to me. I want to make you take care of me. I take care of you. We have each other's back. And that was the biggest problem was that she didn't like that. Mm-hmm. She wanted the attention solely focusing on herself. It was on. And that's what I feel, right? That's what I saw it as. That's what, you know, talking with therapists, that's what it was brought up to me. Wanted the attention all on her. And I get that. But I'm also... A person that likes to make everybody happy. I, I like seeing everybody happy because it makes me happy. I like. I don't like people, you know, not happy. And I always, I ask. I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? What's going on? What's yeah. going on? You know, what what is this? And then it's also my sign, right? Being a Taurus, like that. That's what it is. It's like mm-hmm. you want. You just you want that. And it. But that's something that I can't change. Mm-hmm. So it's about finding someone that can accept that and be like, you know what? Like, I understand that. Yeah. And it's also that, and it also goes back to that only child thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where you want to make everybody around you happy because you yeah. look at them more than just friends. You look at them as brothers and sisters because mm-hmm. those are yeah. your siblings. So yeah. it's like you, you didn't grow up with it, so you can't really relate. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like people just have to be. You have to be with someone that you can just understand that you can't fix that. Now, can I fix me like sneezing at the wrong time or sneezing because I'm not, you know, I just huh. <laughs> Of course, I can fix that. Yeah, you know, I just break the habit and do it. But 
internally of who you are as a person, there's a reason why you're with that person mm -hmm. is because you saw an attraction towards that or you're like, hey, you know what? Like, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and ultimately, yeah, like you do have to accept people for who they are because, yeah, you never want to date a potential like for what they're what they could potentially be because then, right. then yeah because then you're setting yourself up for failure if they don't get to that point mm -hmm. of your expectations and what's worse is that they don't even know you're having those expectations right like if it's just all in your mind and then like that you have you know you're dating their potential and it's just like yeah then that's that's just you're just setting it up for failure and mm -hmm. so um yeah so you know ultimately you do, you do just need to be able to just see people who, for who they are, mm -hmm. accept it, and and yeah, and at that point you decide if that's like enough for you, right? And it's not like enough as in like you're settling, but because I got another topic, it's just more more things, but that brings me to the eighty twenty rule. I don't know if you have you ever heard of the eighty twenty rule. Mm -mm. Um, just just real quick, like the eighty twenty rule is just basically like you find someone that meets eighty percent of your needs okay your i'm wants. writing this down i'm yeah. listening but i'm gonna write this no, down absolutely please but yeah you 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 meet or you know you want to pick the person that meets 80 percent of your needs or wants wants and needs both whatever um and you know because no one is there's no one that's going to be perfect that's going to meet 100 percent, mm -hmm. right I, I mean if you find that you don't let go, I guess, because, you know, because a hundred percent, like, that's like, that's like, you know, rare, but, but I, don't, I don't think it's even possible. Though. Well, exactly. I don't think like, I just don't, I just don't, I don't like even, even like, I mean, just, I, mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but I just, I feel like you, people trying to f chase this perfection, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You're gonna and, 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 and yeah, you're going to end up alone. You're going to end up upset you're you're gonna blame everybody else for your problem but it's also the expectation of what you set for yourself right. but it's like you have to be okay with any 20 rule and right. which i'm gonna look into more you know obviously you i will 100 percent. but it's just like i feel like people they they just they want this they chase this craving of perfection but it's like i hate to even say it but and i tell it in my relationships i'm like i'm not perfect I have my flaws. I have my problems. I have my things, but I work on the ones that I can fix, the ones right. that I can be better in, mm -hmm. you know? Right. And so, so, yeah, like, so going back to the 80-20 rule, it's like, yeah, so when you find someone that has the, the 80%, there's going to be a 20% that they're not going to meet, and you just have to, in the very beginning, accept it, right? Mm -hmm. you, you just accept that they're not going to meet it, but... But hey, they they have eighty percent, and that's what's most important mm -hmm. to you. And um, and the problem that people have, um, you know, who usually go out looking for, you know, like uh, if they cheat, whatever, is then like they're then looking for the twenty percent that's missing, right? Like because I mean, if you're having twenty percent or eighty percent of your needs being met, like you're looking for the twenty somewhere mm -hmm. else. You know, but then what's, you know, the vicious cycle is like, okay, you find someone that meets the 20%, but then they don't have the 80, right? So it's just like, so ultimately the 80, 20 rule is just, is finding someone and accepting that, um, that you know, that they meet 80% of your wants and needs, but that you have to accept the 20 that they don't have, mm -hmm. that they, that they lack. And that's great. I mean, hopefully everybody understands that rule, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, yeah, you can't accept everyone. No one, no one's perfect. Like right, right, hundred percent. I mean, it's just again, it's about 
knowing the person that you're dating across the table, right? And, or wherever it is, or whatever, whoever it is you're doing with, it's just knowing that person and just, again, just accepting what, what it is. It's like, okay, like, I, I see this, I see this and I, okay, 100%, but a good chunk of it is pretty spot on, right? And it's about where you want to take that to. How, how do you, how do you now form a life together? How do you now form a relationship mainly? I mean, you're starting off. So you, how do you form something to be stronger, to turn into it? What do you want it to be into? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just, it's just so important. It's just, you know, I feel like it's not, it's not saying lower your expectations, but also just be realistic. Right. Like, I feel like girls, they expect uh, a guy with a six pack or this and that. I, mean, I, don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just shooting shit out right now, but it's like, they have these high expectations on things and guys have the same thing too. They expect, you know, high of this, all this, it has to have this, 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 that's the only way I'm going to do it. And it's like, that's cool. And it's nice that you have that expectation, but I feel like, and they're saving themselves for that. And that's great. But I feel like you're just going to save yourself forever yeah. and you're never going to find it. And then before you know it, you're 50 60 years old and you're got no kids you got nothing you're yeah. just on your you just that's it because you just put yourself into that where it's just it's sad and it's like you have to i guess find that like balance between of acceptance of what it is okay well this person has a personality that i'm looking for this person has the drive that i'm looking for they've got some good features to themselves that you know makes them look cute or handsome whatever it is and things like that but doesn't have the six pack but I mean, yeah, overall, you can do without the six pack. You you can leave it out, you know, or or you know, or like the big one was like, oh, you know, has you know has to have like, or just too much, or like has to be making X amount of dollars and uh this this and this and this and it's like, or like it has an X amount of dollars has to have a good job, all this stuff and like, that's cool, but really like now dollars start becoming it because then that just yeah. tells me right off the bat that your relationship is going to be based off money. Right. Your relationship is going to be so money driven that the love and the affection is not going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. So it's just, it, it, again, it's about just like finding out like what is it that means the most? Mm -hmm. So I guess at that 80%, right? So 80%, so you see somebody, 80% of it is good. 20% isn't there. So would you consider like a six pack being in that 20%? I wouldn't. Yeah. Of course. If I was a girl. I would be like, yeah. No, it doesn't matter. I mean, that sounds really bad. But yeah, like I wouldn't, I'd be like, no, like that's not, that. that's more of like a want, it's not a need. Yeah, that was a need for someone that's, that's a little ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think, and I think that's where a lot of people, they get confused. It's like, what's the difference between wants and needs, right? right. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and just going back to someone that, like I mentioned before that I dated, it's like, you know, like for me, like I don't date for money, but I do like ambition. Mm -hmm. But you can be ambition, but you can be ambitious, but not have a ton of money, right? right. Like, but there's this guy that I dated that you know, like I really had to think about this eighty twenty rule, right? Because it's like successful, right? Like I mean, it's the goes it's the same guy, the business owner guy. Yeah, um, you know, obviously has a lot of money, but oh god, like he wouldn't meet like like eighty percent of my needs. I think like it was I think he was definitely the 20 like yeah like the you know like the ambition the success and all that like yeah that's nice and all but I wouldn't say that that's um you know because he did not he just could not he's like he would not be able to meet my needs like mm -hmm. in other in other ways like emotionally 
you know, like mentally, um, like all those different ways, like, right. That's the more, the more important things. I mean, you can say it, I mean, just, uh, physically everything in there. I mean, it, it, it's so important again to have that balance mm -hmm. and it's about finding the fine line of when to turn that switch off right. and, then and focus on your partner. You know, that's why I like the rule of thumb that now that I've told myself is that once I walk through the door, lights off, like yeah. business is off. I'm focusing strictly on relationship things. Like if there's something I got to vent about because I just had a hard day or today or whatever it was, get it out. Just let it, let it out. It's okay. But just if a call comes in, just, just try to, you know, just avoid it from keeping going. There's just me, there are, there will be days where it's just, you know, it's just 110% work mode, right? right? It's just what has to happen, especially when you work remote. Mm -hmm. It's just what it is. Your home is your office. So it's just what it is. I mean, so it's about just, but again, it's also about like saying, Hey, you know what? Like planning something with your partner and making a schedule saying, Hey, you know what? Like we're going to go out on date night on this day. We're going to go have this restaurant, blah, 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 blah. Or, Hey, you know what? We're going to have friends come over. We're going to have a movie night order popcorn, blah, 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 whatever it is, whatever it is, but having those moments to just be in the moment with your partner is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, I mean, you could be as driven as you want. And a lot of girls, they like that guy who's super driven, super business. That's good and everything. And it's great. But there's got to be a moment where you could turn that off yeah, and give, because if he's 110% about business all the time and it's just not fun. Yeah. Because then your relationship feels like you're in a business. And yeah, I mean, and that, not just that too, is that, you know, whenever we would hang out, um, let's just say if it was just even like a chill night, you know, like at home and you're just working, like, why am I even here? Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not even, it's almost like I'm just here, but like, we're not even interacting. Mm -hmm. like, I don't want that. No. And that's like foreshadowing, like how this is going to be in a relationship. 100%. And I'm not going to ask you to change or expect anything different because that's just who you are. 100%. And so that's like, that's what I mean when I say like, don't expect people to change. You have to accept them for who they are. And if that's triggering me, that's what you're going to give me in a relationship. Right. I'm sorry. Because you normally put your best foot forward in the beginning. 100%. And so. Shouldn't and, put on a persona of who you're not. Yeah. And so, you know, and so I'm just like, okay, you're all about business. I put, I set aside my time to be here. So if you're not going to give me the same, then, you know, like. I'm What's the gonna, point? Uh, exactly. It's a give and take. It, it just kind of goes back to that that give and take. It's just about, um, you know, really just, again, finding the person that can connect with you on that level where I can say there's that give and take to where it's, you know, you can go back and forth with and it works, you know. Mm -hmm. Also finding that understanding of like, hey, you know what, like today is just a, a crowded day for me. I got to just knock out blah, 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 X, Y, and Zs or something like that. But not make, but you shouldn't be a, an everyday thing right it doesn't take that long because then i feel like then at that point you're just running away from something right exactly that's absolutely right and like and ultimately it still goes down to communication and being in the same like you know like mindset because all of you to all i mean you know if we're in the same mindset of like you know we're business-minded people like i can understand that mm -hmm. you know and work is important and business is important and if you have to tend to it, I understand it, right? But at the same time, like, you also just communicate to me, like, hey, it's a crazy day at work. I'm going to be home and I'm going to be, like, I have to do some stuff. Like, mm -hmm. that's it. You communicate that, then your partner doesn't, like, you know, like, what if your partner was looking forward to you coming home and and just, like, cuddling, right? But then you, you come home and, and you go straight to work. Then 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 there's going to be a disconnect, right? right? So all it needed was communication. Right. 
Yeah. No, you're a hundred percent right. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's just crazy, you know. Like we can go on and on about. Oh, it can. It, it. I feel like like these topics that we're going to be bringing up to the people that are going to be listening in, and things like that. I think I think they're great topics. I think they're going to be good topics. I think they're going to be fun topics. You know, and again, it's not us just talking about ourselves. It's also just trying to f- connect. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to work for everybody. It's not going to work for. You know, some people are gonna be like, oh, like I can't, I can't relate with that because things are just perfect for me. Well, it's good. Hey, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I just, it's, it's always so exciting whenever we have these topics. Like when we did our first one, it was like, we just were like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this for like 45 minutes. Like, but then next thing you know, it turned into almost a two hour thing. But it was like, but it was just, it was just like, it just kind of gets deeper and deeper and deeper because it's nice when you're talking with people and then it's relatable. Mm-hmm. It, when. I feel like for us, it's like when we're both relating on the, you know, as we've been talking and things like that, it's like, okay, there, there's a, there's a relating part of it here. So it's like, okay, like that, that's how this is going to work because it's like, you can bounce off one another. It just feels like natural because there's a better understanding. Right. It's not, it's not fake. It's not, it's not like, oh, well, I'm just saying it just to say, cause I'm giving you the generic answers. It's like, no, it's about being honest and really truly who you are. Right. And, and what's and exactly too. And to add to that, it's like, and this is obviously you know that it's the genuine conversations because you and I will know each other for what um like a month, a month and a half. That's what but I call yeah, it. But yeah, like we can have these conversations. So we're like if you and I can relate to each other, and you're a man and a woman, and and we haven't known each other for years, mm-hmm. but yet we find things that we can relate on. Like then you know I'm sure people will definitely like feel the same. I'm sure so. You know, so, so it, it it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be a lot of fun. You know, like. And uh, I'm excited to see where it all goes to and where it all, you know, ends up to. Because you know, I mean, I guess to, to close it out, and, and this and this is it. And, you know, what are, and 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 I feel like this is what's going to help because I, I feel like we got to like continue this. I feel like on the next one we've got to kind of leave it off of from here, and then continue into the conversation going now into like that 80-20 rule, and then also other pieces of it right because it's like we got to keep this momentum yeah i think i like that idea of you know i think we you and i are we come up with a question that we ask Mm -hmm. basically ourselves right and then we we start the next episode based on that question topic right so my so my thing is that where i want to leave this off at and i feel like this is going to be fun because then now we got a week to think about this right now we got a week to like really dive into this is that it doesn't have to be five things, right? Okay. But what are the five things? So we're going to go five and five. Five things that are important mm-hmm. for a person that you're looking for. And then five things that are your triggers. Okay. So like five must-haves? Five must-haves, but then also your triggers. triggers. Like your internal triggers. Your internal triggers that, okay. that just doesn't sit there right with you. Okay. You know? something there's just something that that you know but then five things that are just important like it's like these are like something that are important for me like these are things that must haves Mm -hmm. you know again goes back to that 80 20 rule so that that's why i say five and five right so it's like so you have to identify your five triggers i don't it doesn't have to be exactly five right it's saying well you know i only only got again this is who you are yeah it i'm not i don't want to be like oh you have to give me five if it's ain't no sat this is raw this is straight up whatever you could think of but like those things. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like when we go into the next one, it's going to kind of help move into the next part of the topics. Okay. 
and find out where they're at because it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to like jock and I'm already like thinking them as I'm sitting here like, oh my God, so what are they like? Yeah, I already know one of them, but like what are the other ones? And it's just, it's about, again, having things to talk about. Yeah, for sure. No, I like that. And yeah, you definitely have some time to think about our answers. And, mm-hmm. and that's how we'll start off the next episode and I'm sure we'll go on and on again like usual oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> well that was fun it was a great time can't wait um appreciate the the five people that were listening in for a little bit so thank you i know it's big right crazy so big shout out to you guys appreciate it and hopefully you guys liked it you know keep following us we're, we're again guys this is our second podcast so we're still building this up we're still figuring this whole thing out so if you guys have ideas input uh, even topics that you want us to talk about, please like share them, you know, and we'll dive into it. And we, and, you know, we'll, we'll want to jump into it. We want to engage as much as we can with our audience and and really again, find relating. And hopefully, you know, soon I feel like we're going to start bringing people in that are, you know, our friends or coworkers and things like that to kind of show you that it's not just us two. There's more people, different personalities to where people can relate with mm-hmm. and then where you could really grow. So how can people message us? Um, so, you know, big thing right is, now? yeah, email is the biggest thing. I mean, right now we're on Podbean Live. So, you know, um, message us away on that. You know, you guys can call in. I mean, you guys have, uh, you guys can put your input messages and things like that. So, I mean, whatever you can do. I mean, we didn't get any messages today, but it's okay. You know, I get it. But hopefully, you know, people can slowly start to engage little by little. And, you know, we can get there. We know we know Rome wasn't built overnight. We know our podcast isn't going to be built overnight, but we're going to be diligent on it. We're going to keep going at it. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be awesome. I absolutely agree. Great. So have a great night, night, guys. And uh, see you guys next week. Till next one, huh? (laughs)